0: When you have an attitude of gratitude, people just want to hang with you. Introducing the woman who believes ordinary stands for extraordinary. The host of Thriving at 60, Wendy B.
1: Welcome. This is Wendy B. and I'm a life coach. And I started this podcast because I believe ordinary people become extraordinary people. What makes them extraordinary is sometimes the adversity they have lived through and who they've become regardless of the circumstances. Sometimes it's a little acts of kindness they bestow on people, one act of kindness at a time. I believe that most of us have the ability to thrive, not just survive. My intention is to cause curiosity, excitement, to thought provoke, to cause people to alter their thinking, alter their thinking in a way that would not have altered otherwise, and living from that possible altered view, create a new future for oneself, a new future that wasn't going to happen if you didn't alter or question your old views. This could cause unpredictable results that could make a permanent difference in your life and in the lives of others around you. I want to motivate and help people of all ages, particularly women 50 to 110, fulfill their dreams. I want people to experience being excited about their life. Are you excited about your life? This podcast is to inspire and motivate you right now for you to take action today on your purpose, your dreams. Maybe some of you don't know your purpose or your dreams, or you're resigned, they could never happen. Regardless of age, regardless of your circumstances, I will motivate and inspire you one step at a time to turn lemons into lemonade. It's never too late to start. Would you like freedom and power, regardless of what life throws at you? It's easy to live life when life is working, but true power, true freedom. Is having freedom and power when our circumstances are ugh? This podcast is about when you get handed lemons, how fast can you make lemonade? Life isn't just about surviving. What does it take to thrive emotionally, spiritually, physically, mentally, financially? I don't know what it takes to thrive, but I love being in the inquiry. It's a question that's never limited, and it's open. It's an ongoing inquiry. And that's what I love about it. I want to celebrate today. I have led or done over 200 and some odd podcasts. This is number 250. I think I've done 263 podcasts, but they're numbered like 1, 2, 3, 3A, 3B or whatever. So this, I I thought I would celebrate thriving in my podcasts. I'm at 250. This will be my 250 50th podcast. And and it really gives me a lot of, I don't know, fulfillment in leading these and sharing and listening to people what they think of the podcast. The last time I looked, I had almost 20,000 followers and I was in 30 different countries. I would say that I'm thriving in the area of podcasting. And just a little over a year ago, I didn't even know how to do that and i wanted uh, when i looked at my purpose is i wanted to make a difference in people's lives and alter their thinking make them question their thinking and it reminds me of someone i was coaching today and i their client every five mornings a week and sometimes i notice and and i do this myself is that we get stuck on like i was talking about shoulds uh people should be a particular way or we're so certain that they are a certain way. And then we don't look at what's possible. And I think in Landmark, they talk about our stories versus what what happened. In John Asraf, he does the same thing, only in a different way. So many people i think are teaching this like to question ourselves and i got her to look at some distinctions from landmarks she's done landmarks so i i worked with her with some distinctions and she got that her limiting views from how it should be and her story about someone is limiting what's possible for her in her life and it was so great because it was like i just said you know you don't there's nothing wrong with story we all have them in fact people who uh, we love the most generally why we listen is they have some great stories and either the story you are making up is either forwarding you or it's holding you back and i shared with her about i had this shit about my mom when my mom passed away unexpectedly a few years ago and I was devastated that she left uh, the four oldest nothing. And I was really hurt about that. And and who knows if it's true or not. We never did get to see the will. My three other half siblings just said, Mom left them everything. Who knows how old that will was. Maybe Mom had a newer will and included us but regardless i was devastated because it brought up abandonment i had a story about abandonment like my mom had abandoned me one more time and when i made the distinction that that was sto- abandonment was a story and it wasn't forwarding me i also in a short period of time was able to distinguish that my mom had been a single mom for a while she'd been a widow her second husband had passed on and the insurance policy that she bought before he was sick paid for the house that she lived with, the kids, etc. So I decided, well, if abandonment is a story that's disempowering me, why don't I make up a story that the money that she bought the house with was from the insurance money from her second husband, and that's why she left the kids everything. And I was totally freed up. Like It was just like, whether that's a true story or not, abandonment isn't necessarily true either my mom we were taken away from her and when we were small and put in foster care that doesn't mean she abandoned us the authorities took us away and i also know what's true is my mom tried to get us back and in those days an 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 alcoholic woman couldn't get her kids back uh, very easily where today Uh, they could. And in the days when my mom tried to fight for us, men had a say. Men were much more powerful than women. And today, it's not that way. So what I'm getting at is that we, if we're not thriving to look at what are our shoulds in our life, like what shouldn't be a particular, what complaints do we have? How certain are we that things should be a particular way. I have it that my ex should be a particular way. I have it that my siblings should be a particular way. In fact, the only place where I saw that I didn't have a should is in my uh, my granddaughter who's four months old. And and before I know it, I'm going to be saying, oh, she should be walking by a particular time, etc. So I'm just inviting us to look at what stories do we we attached to that have us not thrive you know something happens in our life and then we make up a story about ourselves or about them and then we try to prove it's true and this woman i was coaching this morning she gave some evidence and she's well my friends think this and and i said you know it's really normal for us to get agreement around us and to enroll everybody around us that our story is true. And there's an impact. Uh, We're limited from that impact. But what if I said to her, like Columbus, if he believed the story that the world was flat, we would still be believing that. In fact, when there was, the whole world believed the world was flat. And then he interrupted that story and created a new one called The World is Round. Now, it was a few hundred years before that got around the world. Like, people were still believing that the world was flat. There was lots of people that believed it was round, but there were still people who believed it was flat. So we can have a lot of agreement, and why I'm bringing that up, we can have a lot of agreement around us that our story is true, but it doesn't mean it is true. It's an interpretation, and it's a story, and it limits us. And even if we have a good story, it can limit us because then we can't see all the other views. And if we have a view of something being negative, it limits us because we can't see it all. But also, if we have a view that everything's rosy, everything then we're limited too because then we can't see other views. So, where in your life are you limiting yourself from thriving? And if you could distinguish what that there may be other other things available than it should be a particular way, like I. And it, my invitation is to look at when we should it should be a particular way we might even create ourselves being a victim because the person I was coaching this morning actually left going, yeah, I keep that in place so I can be a victim and make everybody else wrong for certain things not happening in a particular way. And it, that was huge for her to see that. Like, I was like, wow, I didn't have to fix or anything. Now, her and I are going to have another talk next week, but who knows what's available, right? So when... In closing, we're exploring how to thrive whether we're 10 or 110. And what new action could you take right now that can make a difference? Could you carry a booklet around and look at where could you give up a should? And out of willing to give that up, what could become available? What are you committed to? And start taking new actions from that commitment rather than it should be a particular way. What are your habitual patterns that have you not thrive? Where do you have it should be a certain way or it should be a certain way? And is that limiting you? What's the cost? What's the payoff? What's the impact on your life? What's the impact on others' lives? What areas do you want to thrive in? Well, what did you like best about this podcast? I request you subscribe to my podcast and rate it a number five. What topics would you like to hear me talk on? When you get handed lemons, how fast can you make lemonade? With an attitude of gratitude, you can make lemonade. I'd love to hear from you. Who would like a complimentary 15-minute coaching session? I want to call you personally and hear about your dreams and your goals. I'd love to hear about your shoulds or your certainties. I will give you one amazing tip that will help you out. I will call people who let me know. They have left a five star rating for this podcast and provide their username on iTunes. So, at Fast, Google, Plus, just hit the button, subscribe to my podcast, and rate it number five. Thanks for listening. Keep a thriving.
0: Thank you for listening to ThrivingAt60.com with Wendy B. What did you like best about the podcast?
1: Email Wendy
0: B at ThrivingAt60.com.